Governor Whitmer drawing criticism for this since-deleted photo showing her sitting with 12 friends at tables that appear to have been pushed together at a bar in East Lansing. Nancy Pelosi is under fire today after surveillance video shows her at a hair salon getting a blowout and not wearing a face mask. Footage showed Northam taking selfies with groups of people without anything covering his face. We have President Biden yesterday, him and his family, they're not wearing masks at a after mandating and requiring people to wear masks on federal property. He and his family were not wearing, wearing masks out. Please stay home. Stay home. Stay home. Stay at home as much as possible. Denver's mayor told you to stay home for Thanksgiving. Then he got on a flight to go see family out of state. Questions and criticism for D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser after she officiated a wedding yesterday that featured a dinner indoors and maskless dancing. All of this just hours after her own indoor mask mandate went into effect. Photos emerged showing the governor apparently unmasked and in close quarters with a large group at the French Laundry in Napa Valley. On Saturday, former President Barack Obama went golfing at the Robert Trent Jones Country Club. You'll notice there aren't many people around, and that's because both Virginia and Washington, D.C. are still under quarantine. Everybody else is locked at home. But when we look back at her trip to Florida, we discovered the governor didn't follow the guidelines. Mayor Licardo spent Thanksgiving with people outside his own household, which is exactly what his own county health director has told all of us not to do. Mayor Lori Lightfoot has been adamant that people stay home and socially distance for weeks. The stylist thanks the mayor for allowing her to cut her hair Sunday. That's yesterday. And in the photo, the two are standing what appears to be inches apart from each other without masks. In November, Bowser was blasted for violating her own COVID travel restrictions to go to Wilmington to celebrate President Biden's election. California Senator Dianne Feinstein wrote a letter to the FAA demanding everyone wear masks in airports. This show exclusively attained photographs of, and this is going to rock your world, Diane Feinstein in a private terminal at Dulles Airport. Feinstein came and seen smiling without a mask on. All right, ladies and gentlemen, what's going on? My name is Wayne Dupree, and there is Blue Eyes. Hello. Leah Bella. My hair's a little different today, if you're asking. This was... is what happens when you get out of the shower, and you don't have time to do anything, and you put mousse in it. I have natural curly hair. This is what happens. What can I do? <laughs> okay. Um, breaking news, a man arrested with weapons near DNC headquarters. Um, United States Capitol Police said that Monday they arrested a man in a truck who was armed with multiple knives, a bayonet, and a machete near the DNC headquarters in Washington, D.C. A special operation division officer noticed a Dodge Dakota pickup truck with a swastika and oh, otherwise symbols painted on it while on patrol around midnight outside the DNC. That was according to the Capitol Police. The truck allegedly had a picture of an American flag where the license plates should have been. Capitol Police said um, Daniel Craighead, a... Daniel Craig, the actor? <laughs> yeah, did, uh, no, I'm sorry, Donald Craighead. Okay. A 44-year-old man from California told them he was on patrol and began taking, um, talking about white supremacy ideology 
and other rhetoric pertaining to white flag, false flag. He he was arrested and uh, prohibited, arrested on prohibited weapons charges. False flag. Oh goodness gracious! See what they they just pushed. This has been going on for years on both sides. Remember, Steve Scalise got shot by some crazy Democrat. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, uh, yeah, he, yeah, he did. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we are living in a terrible time. Um, and many people don't know what to do. I don't even know what to do. I really don't. I'm. I mean, I sit back here, you know, and and I'm like. I know what should work. I just don't know what's what's going to work because there there's so many things, there's so many options, there's so many ways to to tackle certain things, but these the the these options are so old. Well, not right. old. Charles says um as an understatement. understatement. There, yeah. You know, there's so many things that we used to know work that don't work today because things are so far in opposite direction. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. Uh, we are so far, far apart right now that at some point we're going to have to come back together. And, and that's, my, can that's my hope. Can we? I mean, that's my hope. Who is it? Um, I was talking with my, uh, with my, uh, with my father-in-law, my ex-wife, well, my father. Uh, we were talking about how people are, aren't are talking to each other. They're talking at yeah. each other. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like this and that, and you're not listening to me. And, and I don't, But right. listen to somebody, you have to hear somebody too. It has to be both sides should, should be talking, should be... Uh, I mean, the only way to understand somebody is to listen, and then you explain your side, and then y'all work together. Okay, now let's see where, where we can go to fix this thing. I I agree, and I've never had, and that's I wish that I could write a book on how to talk to liberals or how to talk to the left because I, I actually do really well with it. I know that you see me on here; I can be emotional, but I have a lot of family members and friends that are liberal and I actually can get through to them very easily um, whether I play off their emotions or tell them to think intellectually, whatever. But um, I agree with you. I think that we need more talking and I think that there's a way to talk to the left Mm -hmm. and it's almost like they're children. It's almost like they all have dementia and and I don't want to just put them all in a box because there's Republicans out there too that are crazy and and think crazy as well. But Mm -hmm. um, I, I think that it, we do need to talk, but like you said, Wayne, talking, it might be a little too late for that. Uh, it's kind of like whenever a husband and wife are about to get divorced and then they bring a counselor in and the counselor's like, well, I don't think you can save this marriage. It's time to get a divorce. Uh, we might be at that point, And Joe is divisive enough that he can't bring us together. He promised that he would do what Wayne, he would stop COVID and mm. that he would bring the country together and unify it. And he didn't stop COVID, but I can tell you one thing, the country is starting to a little bit, I'm not talking about the crazy left or the crazy, crazy right, but the middle of the country that disagreed so much at the beginning of Joe's era are starting to come together a little bit more. We're seeing swing states now disapprove of him over 50%. We're seeing him losing 
points after points after points in these battleground states. Mm -hmm. And I'm starting to see, I, and they're not lying to me. I'm starting to see my own Democrat friends, liberals that say, Hey, I voted for Joe, but I shouldn't have, I didn't like Trump, but I made a mistake when I voted for Joe. That's their first step in recovery, right? Isn't it admitting you have a problem? Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I think we're at a first step right now where at least we're getting the level headed people back to thinking clearly. And yes, I do think that they should be treated like children. And what I mean by that is not treated like children. They should be talked to because I noticed Terry, like the way that you said, well, I was with you Leah, until you said you basically treat liberals like children. Well, I have to Terry, because when they come to me and they're angry and they're yelling at my face and they're saying F you, F you, and I hate Trump. And I wish that you would die because you don't get the vaccine. I have to talk them down and say, Hey, wait a minute, calm down. Just, just take a breath. And let's talk about why you feel so angry. And that's how I talked to my child at eight years old. So I didn't say disrespect them and treat them like children, but you got it. You got to come down to their level, tell them to calm down and then talk to them. Cause right now they're all hyperbolic but, and that's what we're seeing emotion rather than logic. That's correct. Branding. But let me, let me also attach to that because you, you said, um, that we need to learn I, that uh, we need to come up with a way to talk to liberals, right? Yes, we absolutely have to. So I, what we're saying isn't working. Well, I think we need to find a way to talk to conservatives too, because conservatives aren't, like I said, the conservatives that I knew or the conservatives that I talked to or, or the conservatives that I uh, uh, joined the movement for are not the conservatives today. The conservatives back, when I joined back in 2000, well, yeah, uh, 2007, they were willing to go out and talk to anybody. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, the, um, the Tea Party Express, we went to, um, to the middle states, um, inner, inner America. We were in the parking lots of, of grocery stores and, and, and plazas, um, and, and people were coming up to us and they didn't say whether they were um, Democrat or Republican or whatnot, but they understood what, you know, we cared about America. We wanted to bring America back to a place where we could have a discussion and people could listen. Now, it's not always been like that. And in some people's mind has never been like that, but I think it has been more like that before than it is now. If you look now, you can't talk to anybody, liberal or, cons or, or or these new conservatives, because the new conservatives are in a box where they are right and the other side is wrong. And we not listen to the other side and we, uh, we're, we're not compromising. Our side is right. Period. And that's, and that's what old liberals have been doing for a long right. time. I mean, and... I'm, I'm sorry, but I mean, if the liberals have been doing it for a long time and conservatives are there now, the only reason why I believe conservatives, the new conservatives are there now is because the leadership never taught them how to engage with the, the liberals of old and their one side and, and, and were right. So the my side even though we talked to people the leaders back then didn't have a, a plan to bring others over they just you know compromise right, right. Say, and compromise and, is a give up 
which made my, our people angry because we always felt, oh, God darn, I mean, <laughs> you're in power, but you're giving up. You didn't give it up. You give it. And I think that moved a lot of people mm-hmm. to a side where they're like, you know what? I ain't giving up. We right. Y'all wrong. And that's why I think that where is it at? Right. And I agree with you with the new conservatives. What I noticed what's happening with new conservatives, the worst, like what you're saying is they're too obsessed with what the left is saying and mm. responding to them emotionally than mm. they are in getting out the conservative message. Mm-hmm. I, and again, I'll say to him blue in the face, I see most new conservatives like you're talking about that are in Congress or the Senate, they're tweeting. I put a tweet out there after Joe made his six point announcement on COVID, what I thought was going to happen. My prediction was Lindsey Graham, not a new conservative, but Lindsey Graham would go on Fox news and complain about it. And mm-hmm. then you would have Christy Nome make threats. And then you'd have Jim Jordan to put out a snarky tweet. And that's exactly right. what happened. Right. I literally, I literally made that prediction. Why am I psychic? No, because I know how they work. They're using Twitter as a crutch, Wayne, and you can't use Twitter as a crutch. And they're getting false hope from Twitter because they're seeing all their followers going like, 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 share, share, share. Yes, yes, yes. And they're thinking they're making a difference when in all reality, the voters other than their, you know, 1,500 retweets, the rest of the voters are like, Jim Jordan, we're not, we're not falling for this anymore. Mm-hmm. Lindsay, we're not falling for this. Christy, we're not falling for this. Where are the people that are doing the work? If you're so busy in the conservative party that you get up at 5, 5 a.m. and you're working for your constituents and you're working for your America, you don't have time to tweet. You may go three days and not even pull up Twitter. Can yeah. you name one conservative that's doing that right now? Because that's what we need. If you're voting for someone who's constantly on Twitter, We've got an issue. And I think that that's their come to Jesus moment when you say that they need help too. They do. Um, we have, just want to let you know, we got a surprise coming for y'all in about a couple of weeks. Huge surprise. So, uh, surprise. <laughs> fun surprise. Yeah, we got a, we got a huge surprise coming for y'all in a couple of weeks. And no, it ain't no pajama party either. Listen, um, <laughs> um sometimes sometimes you gotta go back right you gotta go yeah you gotta go back to go forwards you gotta go back to move forward so mm-hmm. i so for the next couple of days you're gonna be hearing me say that and stuff but uh yeah so all right good times good times yeah, good times good times good times is coming back good times is coming back Good times. Um, Democrats are in trouble for the twenty twenty uh, for the twenty twenty two election. The Democrats are in trouble, and I think we've all known that. Uh, what Biden did the other day uh, with his uh, mandate thing, um, he look he ain't even trying to win right now. This, I mean. You, no, he's mandating his way out of Afghanistan. That's the yeah. only reason. If Afghanistan wouldn't have happened, there's no way these mandates would have been in. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. it's the truth. But, yeah, but that I mean, but that I mean, honestly, you could have came up with something else than a mandate for for um this and and then telling people we're going to protect vaccinated workers from unvaccinated co-workers. If you're fully vaccinated, you're highly protected from severe illness, even if you get COVID-19. So then what's the problem? (laughs) You're fully protected. 
but we're going to protect you from the unvaccinated. So Wayne, if you have the vaccine, you want me to get the vaccine, but you're protected, right? I'm fully protected. Okay. So you got the vaccine and if you get COVID, you're not going to die, they say, right? Because I'm fully protected. Okay. So then why do I have to get the vaccine to protect you? I I don't understand. I don't know. I I I mean it 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 doesn't it and it like my mom said it, that doesn't make nonsense. Um no, it doesn't make no sense. Nonsense. Whatever. Yeah, no um, sense equals nonsense. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah it's right. nonsense. You telling me I for, first or the last couple of months you've been telling me that if I get the vaccine that I'm not going to get covid. Then you're going to come in with a second shot of the vaccine to just, you know, COVID. Yeah. Then you're going to tell me to wear a mask. And then you're going to tell me to wear a mask on the inside. And then you're going to tell me that there's a booster coming. And then you're going to tell me that the unvaccinated need vax too to save the vaccinated. And then you're talking about extra boosters down the road. Potential extra boosters down the road. And I'm alarmed how stupid doctors with check marks on Twitter are. I mean, real doctors that have gone on CNN, Fox News, they're stupid. They're actually asking weird questions. And I had to answer one today. Wayne, do you understand that the vaccine stops the spike protein, but it, but natural immunity stops the proteins that all cause a dangerous infection, not just the spike protein. So that's why you can still get you know, infected with a vaccine and not so much with natural immunity because natural immunity gives you a, a robust wider range of different types of antibodies to cover all the proteins. The vaccine only covers the spike protein, which allows you to stop going into a sea storm. That's why the people with the vaccine are still getting it because it's not actual immunity. It's just the therapeutic to stop the spike protein from going into your lungs and killing you. Natural immunity is more robust because it covers all the different types of antibodies. That's science 101. I didn't think it was that hard to understand. Natural immunity works. I don't know if you saw this, but CNN had Fauci on with them, with Dr. Gupa or whatever his name is. Gupa yeah. comes out and says, for the, for the first time ever I've ever heard it, Wayne, I really thought it was the end of the world over the weekend. I thought it was the end of the world because finally somebody, a doctor, well-respected on CNN, looked right at Fauci and said, all my friends are calling me that had COVID. They don't want to get the shot. They've already had COVID. Why aren't we recognizing natural antibodies? We always, all, we always have. Fauci goes, that's a good question. Yeah, we're going to have to talk about that. Because I think there is definitely some uh, some um, stability there. Now, I don't know how long it lasts, the durability of natural infection. But yeah, we need to look into that. Well, I know how long it lasts. I am still testing positive for the antibodies. And it's been a year. Right. There's control studies out there. Israel shows that it lasts longer than the vaccine. Vaccine lasts six months. You need a booster. I'm going on a year and I still have natural immunity. They have to come out, Wayne. Wayne, they have to come out and say natural immunity works. And Fauci's almost there. You know, and um, which which uh, which uh, kind of moves me, shifts me to a certain point where it comes to our children too. Mm-hmm. Because um, there are many parents out here that will not take their children to a doctor, okay? They won't take their children to a doctor no matter how sick they are. Uh, some of them will take them to pastors. You know, I've seen documentaries uh, where they won't take their children 
to the doctor and they might be running a huge fever, right. 100, 300, 400, whatnot, and they won't take it to a doctor because, you know, oh, science, science is evil. Science, I don't believe it. Yeah. But they'll take them to a pastor who has no, you know, well, you know, just pray, just pray and pray down. I've seen the, I've seen the wrong side of that. I've seen. Oh, I agree. I, I see most children die when they do yeah. that. Yeah. I don't know a lot. In fact, I see a lot of parents getting arrested, Wayne, for doing stuff like that. They that's need, a, that's, they that's need child endangerment. That's yeah. child endangerment. Yeah. You can't just say, oh, my child has strep throat. Let's take her down to the preacher and have her have him pray over top of her. Look, medicine, modern medicine and prayer go hand in hand. Yeah, they you do. can't have one without the other. If you're going to have prayer, have medicine. If you're going to have medicine, have prayer. But you can't just pray away strep throat. That's not how this works. Yeah. They work together. Right. Exactly. I mean, um, and I understand there are some people that there's some doctors that you just can't get with then that means you that you go to another doctor yeah. have a primary doctor and with that doctor talk to them about whether you should be getting the covid vaccine shot or not mm-hmm. that and that's a personal thing on you that's doesn't have nothing to do with us that's a personal thing on you if you don't want to get the shot that's up to you i haven't gotten the shot i i mean and the only reason i haven't gotten the shot is because i don't know maybe i'm i mean i just I don't know. I really don't know. Oh, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to come up with the reason why. First thing is, I don't trust the vaccine. I don't trust the vaccine. I've seen a lot, a, a lot of reports and stuff of what it's done to the black community. I don't care whether people come on here and say that it's 99% people survive and stuff. You don't. I mean, but long term, what happens to you? You don't know. We don't know. We don't know. And for, I mean, I think it's idiotic. I, I mean, I, well, Wait, there's some, you know, if the vaccine kept COVID away 100%, well, let's just, I'll give it a benefit. If the vaccine kept COVID away 95% of the time and the vaccinated couldn't spread it and they were actually stopping COVID, I think you would see a lot more people get it. But hmm. Wayne, how can I convince you or how can you convince anyone to get a vaccine that technically you can still get it. You can still die from it. It just lowers your chance of death. That's the monoclonal antibodies do the same thing. So really what's the difference? Yeah. So how are you, you're not being persuaded to get the vaccine because you're not seeing enough proof that it is a vaccine. And that's my biggest concern about it. I get it that 99% of people are unvaccinated in the hospitals, but I think if they all would have just early treatment, if you could have monoclonal antibodies right at your house with an NAD drip, I don't think you would see anybody die from this. I'm going to go out there. Doug says, I'm going to chase you with a needle, Wayne. Look at Doug. He's he's in one of his little moods, isn't he? I, I tell you what. Pack a lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Pack a lunch. I mean, you, hey, hey, hey. Chase. Um, and yeah, ha- Terry says, have you talked to your doctor? I respect your choice not to do it. 
Um, always remember screen before you vaccine, you have to screen for antibodies to see if you have the antibodies, because if you do, your T cells are primed. They're primed to the max. The vaccine cannot prime your T cells to the max. They prime them for about five months and then it plateaus. We're still seeing after a COVID infection, a natural infection, that your T cells are being primed and then they're being created again, even after nine months of infection. After nine months of infection, Wayne, that's amazing what's going on with the T cells. Remember, vaccines are made off of live virus. This is how you get it done. So, of course, natural immunity works. And that's what you have to look at when it comes to this. A lot of those people that have the vaccine that got COVID will now have natural immunity. So thank God for that. It's going to take us probably another six months to get to herd immunity because all these people are vaccinated. They all need to get COVID now. And then once they do, then we'll be at herd immunity because we have the herd immunity from natural infection. And then the COVID people that got the vaccine will get herd immunity if they get COVID. So that's my, that's, that's all we can hope for. Thank you to, to avocado. You avocado trees. I'm not cooking as much. Yesterday, yesterday, was, yesterday was the first time that I did a major cooking. Uh, fam, uh, family came over and we did, Look, hey, um, I got a, I got a new, um, I got a new uh, recipe for y'all. Real quick, make homemade hamburgers. Get your hamburgers. Get um some Hidden Valley Ranch seasoning. Okay. Um, cut up some onions. Uh, and uh, jerk jerk seasoning powder. Okay. Mix up hamburger, mix up Hidden Valley Ranch seasoning, mix um, mix up uh, the onions, mix, pat into a patty, then sprinkle the jerk seasoning on top of the the hamburger, okay, and then cook it out. Sounds good. Really good. Sounds juicy. All right. Um, real quick, let's let's talk let's talk about our sponsor. Uh, our sponsor is MyPillow. MyPillow.com is, uh, they have been with us for a couple of months. Oh, Terry said, I thought you were going to start a cooking show. I forget the details. Actually, hopefully within the next two months, I'm starting a website. And the website is going to have me showing a, a lot of the stuff that I cook so that you know, we're going to try to get it done before Thanksgiving. Yeah, we're going to try to get it done before Thanksgiving. But uh, a lot of people have been asking for my recipes and stuff. And it's really good. I mean, it's my food is good. You know, I I sent a, um, sent a picture to Leah and her husband yesterday about my ribs. And um, yeah, yeah. I, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. I smoke those ribs. I don't like to, I don't like to wrap my ribs. You know, people talk about three, two, one method, two, two, one method on it. Ugh. I smoked it, uh, 265 for five hours. There you go. Came Ever out since I had COVID, I can't eat ribs. I have problems. They don't taste right to me. Lost my love Maybe for it's your T-cells. Maybe it's your T-cells. I have powerful ones. Those T-cells don't like the rims. Yes. Can't feed them. Hey, listen. So my pillow, right? I, I ordered the my pillow slippers for my mom. 
I ordered them in blush. Okay. And I had a birthday party over the weekend here at the house and I had people over. They literally passed the slipper around the fire and was sticking their hand in it. And were like, I can't believe how amazing these slippers are. They oh. were like the, 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 I wish you had a picture of them. The, um, rubber on the slippers is thicker and more durable than rubber on your tires. I mean that it's that hardcore rubber, but when you stick it your is. hand in, I'm wearing, I'm wearing mine now. It feels like what you would envision heaven to feel like. I mean, it's just this soft, fluffy bundle of goodness in the shoe. And I, I really think that everybody needs a good pair of slippers, especially coming into winter and Christmas is coming. So there they are. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Their three tier cushion system is right. So they've got the impact gel, the indoor outdoor sole, the memory foam, and then, uh, of course, the proprietary foam as well. Um, they're an indoor outdoor sole, and that is definitely correct because you can go to the bank in these. You can go shopping dude. in these. They're socially acceptable too because they're gorgeous. Dude, these are um these are what are they called? The slip you mean the slippers? These are slipper shoes, okay. Moccasins. They're called moccasins, technically. Right, right. but they're slipper shoes. You can wear them anywhere. You can wear it to a football game if you want to. You can wear them to um, um, to the supermarket. You can wear them to uh, a baseball game. If, these are slipper shoes. Yep. You can walk around and you're like, man, it's nice and everything. And it's like, I cannot believe that these slippers are this comfortable. No wonder it, it took them two years to make. Yeah, it took them two years plus to make. They finally getting them out. Um, I was talking to the representative earlier today. They said that um, the men's, they are adding a 14, a size 14. Oh, good. For the shoe, yeah. So th they didn't have it before, but they have it now. Um, and they're also going to check into, because uh, some, of our, some of our listeners uh, um, are royalty blessed. Yes. And uh, they, they're going to see if they have more sizes in their pajamas, too. But, ladies and gentlemen, MyPillow.com. Go there. Check it out. Use the code name Wayne. They have so many different things on. The children's pillows are great for Christmas. Yeah. Oh, the children's pillows are gorgeous, too. The yeah. colors pop. I would suggest if you have any little ones in your life, whether you're a grandparent or your mother or father, or you've got nieces and nephews, get them a children's pillow. They actually have the Bible stories on them. They've got Noah's story. Uh -huh. They're, they're gorgeous. The children's pillows are absolutely beautiful yeah. and they really pop. I'm not sure if, if they're on there, but I can find a picture as well, but uh, yeah. And they come with a little miniature, my pillow. And I didn't think that it would be an actual real, my pillow, but it is like, it came with a little miniature, my pillow. And my daughter uses it every night to sleep on. Uh, she loves it. And it's her favorite. I can show you there. They are. I think they're in the uh, go anywhere. They're the Bible yep. story. Go anywhere. Pillow. Um, I don't see the Bible ones in there, but um, they're beautiful. Yeah. I'm not sure where they are, but if you guys can see that, see, see, it's Mary and Joseph with, with the baby. And I, I think that it's just beautiful. I'm trying to get in the screen here. See that? Look yeah. how much, look how bright those pillows are, Wayne. Yeah, I see it. I see you can it. get, yeah, you can get the whole set. So beautiful. 
So, ladies and gentlemen, go to mypillar.com um, or call 1-800-544-8939. Use the code name Wayne. Um, and, uh, again, I was talking to our representative. Uh, they love hearing from people from the Wayne Dupree Show. They love hearing from them because uh, it's not just a – oh, and a whole lot of information that you're hearing about Mike Lindell in the news – you aren't hearing the whole story about certain things. There was a story out there that he's that he sold his plane um, for uh, for for the Dominion lawsuit. Yeah, he sold his plane because he got another one. But you don't see that. That's that's the mainstream media. He right sold. Now. So if so, if y'all saw a story out there that said, "Oh my God, he's in trouble. My pillow's in trouble. He sold his plane." He'd already bought a new plane. He got. He just got rid of the old plane. See. So listen to this. Becky says she was at a home show with my pillow there and my pillow representatives, and she got a mini pillow and loved them. And she said she bragged about the Wayne Dupree show too when she was there. So that's pretty oh, cool. Yeah, right. Thank you. Thank so you. Make sure you get to my pillow. Don't forget they've got awesome blankets. They've got throws. They've got pillows. Yeah. They've got mattress toppers. If you don't have a mattress topper, I'm not sure what you're waiting for, but it gives you a better night's sleep. They're easy to remove. Last night I had to remove mine because I thought there was a spider. I'm from the mountains and I got bit by something and I freaked out. So I had to lift up my king size mattress topper at one o'clock in the morning to see if i could find a spider but it was that simple all you do is just pull up the straps and move it along uh so it gives you the comfort that you need but without that uncomfortable like situated kind of mattress that you would typically get with a bigger mattress so again it goes right on top of the mattress you're going to save yourself three thousand dollars you're not going to need a new mattress they've got uh queen king california king oh look and he's got the neck pillow so yeah, these are all the things. Yeah, they have the dog beds. My dog already chewed hers. I had to sew it. <laughs> she's nice. evil. Yeah, the neck pillows are amazing. This the right here is a throw. This right here is a throw blanket. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you can see how it's, yeah, the material looks yeah. weaved. It looks amazing. This, this is um, this is nice. Yes, this, Kathy, I did find the spider and I killed it. This is nice right here. So. Yeah. So get there, get to mypillow.com, use code word Wayne. Laura wants to know what's up with the USPS not having to follow the mandate, speaking about shipping out my pillow stuff. Why doesn't USPS Union? have to follow Union, the, the United right? States Postal Service, a federal government contracted company, doesn't have to follow the 100 mandate or more? Everybody's questioning why. Why, Wayne? Why don't they have to follow that? If all the federal agencies have to, why don't, why doesn't USPS have to? Well, it's because most of them are Republican conservatives and would probably step down and that would really hurt their mail-in ballots. Um, and, and they probably wouldn't be able to do it for next election. That's one of the reasons. As a matter of fact, let's talk. Here at home, union workers are wondering what this mandate will mean for them if they refuse to get the vaccine. Our ABC 10 News reporter Laura Acevedo spoke to grocery store workers who were torn about today's mandate. I spoke to both vaccinated and unvaccinated people tonight, and they both do have one thing in common. They both agree they should have the choice to do what's best for them. For large grocery store chains, President Biden's vaccine mandate means it's very likely they'll soon require the shot for everyone or have to submit to weekly COVID-19 testing. I'm vaccinated, 
but not everyone has the same feelings. A lot of people don't want to be vaccinated. Diana Stewart says she got vaccinated because she had health concerns and wanted to be safe while interacting with so many people daily, but she does not agree with the mandate. It should be an option. I mean, we do live in America and it is a free country. Her coworker Umberto is not vaccinated. He has concerns about the vaccine safety. Yeah, well, I don't think it's fair. I think it should be one's personal choice. He's not sure what he'll do if it comes down to vaccinate or lose his job of 17 years. If worse comes to worse, I mean, I'm not going to end up unemployed, so I, I would have to get vaccinated, I guess. Both Diana and Umberto are union workers, members of UFCW Local 135. In a statement, union president Todd Walters told ABC 10 News, quote, we are against the mandates and we fight for our members to have options, saying that although he's vaccinated and wishes everyone would get vaccinated, he understands everyone has different beliefs and says it's the union's job to fight for all members, vaccinated or not. Laura Acevedo, ABC 10 News. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, people. When you start, I mean, now, I mean, it's almost like you're forcing people to get a, yeah. a vaccine. You're, the government, the U.S. government is forcing people to get a vaccine for years. They, the Democrat side, the, the Democratic side has pushed my body, my choice. They pushed that for this abortion, for the yes, women. They have, the yes, they have. They've stuck with that. They've made signs about it. They made billboards about it. They made movies about it. TV, my body, my choice, my body, my choice. I get to do whatever I want to. Government shouldn't have anything to do. Mm -hmm. Congress people have got on the floor of, well, lawmakers have got on the floors of Congress, of the of floors of the Senate. They've even used the White House floor. My body, my choice. Government should not be telling Americans what to do with their bodies. What makes this so much different now that the Biden administration has come out to say that um, that they uh, are basically forcing people to get it. Because I remember there's a flashback where Joe was asked this when he was a candidate. No, I don't think it should be mandatory. I wouldn't demand to be mandatory, but I would do everything in my power. Just like I don't think masks have to be made mandatory nationwide. You, you have, hold on. No, I don't think it should be mandatory. I wouldn't demand to be mandatory, but I would do everything in my power. Just like I don't think masks have to be made mandatory nationwide. Leah, if, if you ever wanted to see, I don't know about a liar. Let me pose this to you. You know how many people in today's world, today's time, say that Biden isn't running the country? Yeah, yeah, he's definitely not. How... The president really is rarely in control of things. There's, there's usually a shadow government that runs yeah. everything. Yeah. This is this is this is Joe Biden. No, I don't think it should be mandatory. I wouldn't demand to be mandatory, but I would do everything in my power, 
just like I don't think masks have to be made mandatory nationwide. When he gets behind the door, Joe, you're going to get out there and you're going to say that you want mandatory masks. But I'm doing everything in my power. We're telling you, you're going to get out there. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, yeah, sure. I mean, he's 100% controlled. Yeah. That, that's no secret. I mean, he tells it to you. He says, they're going to kill me if I stay on stage any longer. Basically. I'm not supposed to be answering any more questions. Right. I think it was great that he was trolled in Shanksville, Pennsylvania on Saturday. Um, yeah, on Saturday, whenever all the little kids around him took a picture and he's holding on to them and they all have Trump hats on and Trump shirts on. Mm-hmm. He had no clue that they all had Trump shirts and hats on. But yeah, he's being owned by the elite. Uh, I don't know. I say Susan Rice. I say a little bit of Obama. I say Jill Biden has, you know, Little Miss Lemon Dress is very evil. I think she I has say, more control over what her husband does than anybody else. I think she talks him into evil things that he's yeah. doing. Uh, but as for the mandate, uh, Wayne, um, I don't think it's going to fly. You can't mandate something like this. A mandate isn't legal. You can't do it. This is illegal, whether you like it or not, on both sides. If if Trump was still in office and this was the Trump vaccine mm-hmm. for the Democrats, how would they feel if Trump made it mandatory for everybody? They would freak. They would say that he's Hitler on steroids. Yeah, he didn't make it mandatory, did he? No, no, because you can't yeah. do that. Well, I mean, somebody put it in his head that he could for him to go out there and Afghanistan did this is the look the mandates would never came out if it wasn't for the Afghanistan debacle they never came out they literally announced it and Florida is now it's peaked and fell Texas has peaked and fell literally the worst time to announce a mandate would be now but it's his best time because he has to get your mind off of Afghanistan there's no other reason for the mandates he knows that they can't swing he knows that you know what's funny is (laughs) What you said, what you said just a while ago, how it peaked and fell in Florida. But when it peaked, people were like, "No, this is just regular time and whatnot." And you know, no, it's not. It was higher than it ever was. I but know, but that's what happens in a pandemic, and now it's falling because that's yeah. what happens in a pandemic. We can't yeah, stop but, this. It's yeah, going to take its course. When you see the leaders in Florida, the leaders in Florida is like, "There's nothing to worry about. Don't don't worry about it." Yeah, but it peaked, but nobody. Really here's the, here's really the problem. Peak in Pennsylvania. Wait till the Northeast peaks, and you're gonna have our governors panic and do everything they can to stop it. And it's still gonna be the same peak and same death rate Florida had. There's nothing you can do. This is a highly contagious, invisible virus. Y'all gonna get it. Early treatment think, works to save your life. I That's still think. Do. I still think that everybody, um, that most people, and I don't know really who brought it up first. But they start pushing the death numbers as a way to shut down the conversation about how bad COVID was. Okay? Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, what I'm trying to say here is that when people were talking about COVID, a lot of people start talking about, yeah, but people aren't dying. People aren't dying. Like that was the benchmark for how bad COVID was. What Wayne, what, what, what your brother Wayne was trying to say is that COVID has put many of y'all on bed rest 
for a couple weeks, two and a half weeks, a few weeks. So you couldn't work. So that you couldn't, I mean, your life was messed up for that period of time. Plus, you know, you had to, you had to um, quarantine. Some of y'all were laid up. Some of y'all were in the hospital for about, I mean, I've seen people in the hospital for about a month and a half. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, why aren't why weren't people saying anything about that? I mean, they they went straight to, well, you're surviving it, you're surviving it. Well, I mean, it it it, it all depends on how you survive. Well, and has your lifestyle was your lifestyle upended because of this stupid vaccine? I'm, um, virus right everybody was affected by it but the problem was nobody was getting early treatment they were saying you have covid now go home and come back when your lips turn blue if they would have just given everybody early treatment and a nice strong antibiotic a prednisone a monoclonal antibodies and some extra vitamins then none of them would be laid up for two weeks mm-hmm. i mean you're gonna be laid up with strep throat for two weeks if you don't take an antibiotic mm-hmm. i don't understand why we didn't realize that you need early treatment in a pandemic, why they just swabbed your nose and sent you home and said, we don't know what to do when they damn well knew what to do. Your doctors know what to do when you get sick. You to- you take as many vitamins as you can. You get an antibiotic and a prednisone in you whenever it comes to the lungs. Come on, people. We're not this stupid. You have to be an advocate for yourself and you have to fight for yourself because no one's going to fight for you. I just had my sister call me who said, hey, my sister-in-law was here. She tested positive for COVID on Monday. Should she, should she get the antibodies? She feels fine. Yeah. Go get the antibodies. Do whatever it takes early treatment to work. Don't you agree? I mean, that's the best way out of this. Yeah. I mean, but I I also agree with Stefan there. Most sheep, most people don't differ, differentiate between cases and deaths. I'll be honest with you. I would have rather have had a deadlier virus than a more contagious virus because a deadlier virus can't spread as quick because it kills the host. Seriously, a a, a contagious virus is worse than a deadlier virus. Ebola, Ebola, it spreads, it kills, and then you quarantine a two mile radius and go, we can't let this go any further because, you know, it only spreads by body fluids, right? Right. Well, when you have a disease, a virus that's airborne, that's, that's highly contagious, everybody gets infected and then you get a panic result terry says correct me leah but i was always taught that you can treat a bacterial infection with antibiotics but not a virus uh terry a virus can actually turn bacterial and that's when you need an antibiotic viral pneumonia can turn bacterial uh the reason why they give out antibiotics is so that way you don't go septic please tell me because i was always taught that a virus you can't vaccinate because you can't vaccinate for a cold you can't vaccinate for herpes you can't vaccinate for aids so terry please tell me a virus that you can actually treat with a vaccine because you can't and ricky and ricky says when i had covid in 2020 i had it for three and a half weeks and and it almost killed me at home alone that's right because he didn't know how to treat it no early treatment he even says it right there right And, and and the thing is that's the problem Yes, yes, death is a problem too. But that's a problem right here is that many people were looking past individuals like Ricky to promote, well, nobody's dying from it. Yeah, but what about Ricky? Ricky's laying up almost right. almost at a point of death and nobody's worried about him. Nobody's worried about him. the ones that are getting sick. They're worried about, well, the end game is, but 
uh, little little numbers of people are dying. But a lot of a lot of numbers where people getting sick and not being able to to move around, get out of bed, do what they have to do. My uh, look, here's a prime example, and I'm so great that Ricky put this on there. Ricky was down for three and a half weeks, and it almost killed him. Home alone, he had no idea what to do. What should Ricky have done? Well, if Ricky would have had my phone number, if I would have known him, I would have called him and I said, "Look, you need to get yourself a Z pack. You would need to get prednisone. You need to take." 5,000 IUs of vitamin D a day for the next five days, two pills of vitamin C, emergency, and some zinc, and then you need to get some monoclonal antibodies. At that point, I don't think remdesivir was out. So at that point, that's all he had to choose from. My husband, his his oxygen levels were dropping into no, no the low 90s. He was given, Wayne, a Z-Pack and prednisone. Within two days, he was hopping up, walking around. You have to have early treatment. I am begging all of you in the chat, if you don't have a game plan, I just told my sister this last night, if you don't have a game plan for this, you're just helping the Democrats. Every single conservative that goes into the hospital with this is helping the Democrats' narrative. There is a way around the hospital and, and without getting admitted. And it is taking the large amount of vitamins that you possibly can without getting ill from them and overdosing. It is getting yourself a Z-Pack. It is getting yourself some prednisone and then going and getting monoclonal antibodies. All you got to do is call your doctor and say, hey, I'm sick with COVID. I'd like some antibodies. You go into outpatient, you get the antibodies, Wayne, and you go home. And you feel great in three days, but you need a major blast of vitamins. They treated, I know a woman, they treated her grandma in the home. They said they don't want her to have the shot. She got COVID. They called them and said, she's doing great. We treated it with vitamins. Vitamins. I'm seeing vitamins work so well. You guys get a pulse ox. Get your vitamins, stock up now, get some at-home COVID test if you don't want to wait four days for your results to come back. Because in four days, you could already be past the point of no return. If mm -hmm. all these people would just educate themselves on early treatment and do what makes the most sense that we do with common colds, Wayne, we wouldn't see half these people in the hospital. Right. You're waiting too long for treatment. Stop. And a Look, states can mandate vaccines. Federal government has never done something like this before uh, outside of the U.S. military. The Republican governor of Arkansas is on TV today saying this is going to backfire. He's trying to convince his constituents to take the vaccine. And because the federal government's telling them to, he says it's going to be even harder. Practically speaking, does this mandate make sense? I think the um, downside of this mandate in terms of hardening positions and taking something that was subtly political and making it overtly political could outweigh any of the benefits that we hope to achieve. <laughs> what? What was that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're also saying now, kids under 18, talk to your doctor. That was just on CNN, too. Talk to your doctor about getting a vaccine. Now they're starting to get wishy-washy on it. I don't think they're liking the results of the under 12, 12 and under just yet. They're a little afraid. I see the CDC's getting a little, little bit spooked. The mandate, if you, if you add up everything that has been happening within the first nine months, and I know it's hard for you to, 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 to put into your logical heads, but we've only been here for nine months. This is not the second year of Biden's term. This is still the, we're still in the first year. So um, I was talking to somebody about um, um, on the political climate yesterday, and they were like, you know what? I, it just feels like he's been in the White House for a longer period of time. It feels and, like eternity. Yeah. I mean, but he's only been in there for nine months. It feels like and, hell. 
um, I don't know, maybe, maybe many of you are probably thinking like us when, when, when I say this, something has to be done. Uh, constitutional wise, because if he's left in there for the next two and a half years, you don't know what he's going to do to the country. You, you, you've already seen his willingness to force something on the American people that the American people never asked for. You've already seen his willingness to leave Americans overseas behind enemy lines. You have seen his willingness to uh, to basically be a dictator and not answering questions or this is what I am or this is what I say do and I'm out. So that's why I said the Dems are uh, not that far away from a major loss in 2022. Some people commented, oh, they still got the machines and stuff and everything. <sighs> Look, uh, I know some of you are really hurt over Dominion or you, you're blaming a lot of stuff on Dominion, okay? That shit, that can't stop you from trying to fix this country politically. Can't use that as a crutch and as an excuse not to participate and try to turn things around. If you have decided that Dominion has more power than your vote, then all is lost. We shouldn't even be doing the show. We shouldn't be doing anything except for hanging out on the beach and just waiting for the end of the world to happen. I mean, I, I, I just... Well, you might as well just have it like how Putin, how he just stays in all the time. You might as well just do that. Then Joe will just never get out of office and neither will the Democrats. Um, you have to look at it this way. I think that if we had election laws where elections would be allowed to be fully audited, because right now they're not, it is based off of the judge's decision. Mm -hmm. I think that if you had an actual government, our government to say, look, every election should be allowed to have a full audit, Wayne. If we said that, it would benefit not only the Republicans, but also the Democrats, because this could also fall not in favor of the Democrats one time, and then they could feel like that this is an issue for them. This could backfire as well. So they need to be just as afraid, because if they were the ones behind the Dominion issue, maybe the other entities have changed their mind and say, hey, we hate Joe Nell too. We're going to put all the votes for Trump. I don't know. But all I'm saying, it doesn't help anybody if this is the truth. So we need to be able to have transparency in our elections. We need to be able to fully audit elections. Back to your point that 2022 might be a landslide for the Republicans, because that's, that's the headline of the show, right? Mm -hmm. It shows here that recent polls show voters are increasingly negative on major domestic issues, including the economy, COVID. Mm -hmm. Immigration, the southern border, the withdrawal from Afghanistan, what happened with the 13 troops that died. We've yep. got seven swing states now disapproving him. At the same point in history, Wayne, Ed, that Obama was in mm -hmm. his first term, he was 19 points higher. He was 19 points higher than Joe. And that's huge. If you know anything about politics, 19 points higher is from going from having a normal temperature to 105 temperature. Right, right. That's how big it is. He's Joe right now is at 50% disapproval rating, 42% approve. Um, 2010, 
this happened with Obama having 19 points higher approval rate. And in 2010, he lost 64 House seats. Republicans gained six Senate seats. Can you imagine the bloodbath that is to come in 2022? Is that why Joe is trying to lay the axe and hammer down on everything that he possibly can now to see what he can ramrod through? Like he says about his wife, she's got a back of like a ramrod. But, you know, I mean, the the danger in the Dems losing big in 2022 is that Republicans are that arrogant that they feel that Americans want them more. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Mean, they, they will get in office and say, see y'all messed up. Y'all don't know what to do. They've given us a mandate to fix things. Now you're just the only option. If there was another option for 2022, and I know a lot of people are, Probably going to agree with me here. If there was another option, neither one of them would be in charge in 2022. So, you know, I look at the Republicans and the Republicans are raising their money and stuff. And I'm getting tired of seeing the GOP. I, I haven't blocked them on my phone. I blocked them on my email. That's I had to crazy. Do it. These people. I mean, they are begging for money, begging they, for oh, money. Yes. They're, they're like. And Trump oh, just came out and was like, I don't even know if I can run. I don't even know if I can run. So, I mean, I don't know what that means, but he was like, I don't even know if I have the choice to run. I'm not sure what's going on there. So that's a little bit weird. Um, so the, the RNC, yeah, I saw that, uh, that he said he's, he doesn't have a choice. I can pull it up and see where I got it from. But uh, we're in uncharted waters. Why can't we have two presidents? Like, why can't we have a Democrat and a Republican president? And then they have to decide on joint issues together. And then if they disagree, mm-hmm. they have to just fight it out and argue it. I mean, seriously, I'd rather have two presidents. I'd rather have a Democrat and a Republican. Check this and out. then they live in the house together. Did you dump Trump? We've only got one hour left and we still need 19 patriots to confirm their support. Act now before he thinks you're a Democrat. Clickbait. Um, let's see. Silence. That's all we've gotten from you when we ask if you join Trump on his social site. It only takes five seconds to stand with Trump or abandon him. Let me ask you a question. That's what they're pushing. Go ahead. Everybody in the chat, please tell me this. Even if you don't chat a lot in the chat, maybe you've never even made a comment in the chat. I need you to right now. Do you want Trump to run again or DeSantis to run? I am seeing such a mixed message from conservatives, Wayne. I'm not seeing anybody else in the runnings. I'm seeing people saying, I want Trump. And then I'm seeing people saying, no, I Trump did good, but I want new blood. I want DeSantis in there. I want to know from our watchers, from our audience, who do you want to be the front runner? I'm not asking for vice presidency. I'm saying, who do you want to be the president in 2024? Trump or DeSantis? I want everybody to answer. Everybody that is watching, even if you don't talk, ever in the chat. Don't be shy today. I want to know. It's interesting to see the results. I can see them behind the screen. I'm not going to, because remember we have like 18 different places watching. So there's 18 different chats and I'm seeing different answers and they're not all Trump. I can tell you that I'm just interested into knowing there's, there's some, there's some studies into that on what's going on there. There's a lot of Trump though, isn't there? Mm Mm-hmm. It's more Trump. 
It is more Trump. And I, think- I saw a straw poll that had DeSantis almost down to 14%. <clears throat> Trump had it all. Candace Owens was higher than DeSantis. That's old. That's old. I was like, what? That's an old punk ass poll. But listen, that was during the Republican National Convention. Yeah. Um, the reason why a lot of people would want Trump is because there's only one Trump. And the and, and the reason why I say that I would I and plus DeSantis numbers are going down. He better do something really fast because he they might going not, down. he might not even win the governorship. I want Trump and Ben Carson. But um, the reason why I want Trump is because why do I why do I want a knockoff when I can have the real thing? Real yeah, thing. good. That's a, I like you. that. You need to tweet that out. That's good. Well, I, have, I like that. I have, and I got today. No, but um, DeSantis. Do it again. DeSantis is uh, lovers. Um, oh, they picked on you. I yeah, yeah. I just like, I like the ticket. I like Trump and Ben Carson. They vibe well. The The country needs to come together in unity. Ben Carson's a think, soft talker and he's e- educated with viruses. I mean, he's very smart. Let's do that. The only reason, and, and again, the only reason why I would not pick DeSantis, the only reason why I wouldn't pick DeSantis, and I want y'all to understand me when I say this, is because the difference between him and Trump is that DeSantis reaches across, no, Trump reaches across the line and he speaks to Democrats. Mm-hmm. And when he he um, he works for the silent majority, Trump works for the silent majority. DeSantis is working for Trump's base. Yeah. That's the difference. Trump has a larger, has a larger, and, and plus Trump wasn't a politician. DeSantis is a politician. DeSantis sees the political field where Trump sees America. You see what I'm right, saying? Right. There's a difference. The, um, and, I, and I also say that about Larry Elder. Larry Elder is not going to lose the recall because it's, because somebody's messing with the poll. Larry Elder is not going to lose the recall because of racism. Larry Elder is not gonna, and and I, I know y'all y'all won't agree. Some will agree with me. Most won't because most are part are are moving in the way of today's conservatives. But the reason why I'm saying Larry Elder is gonna lose the recall is because Larry Elder didn't reach more of the voters in California. If Trump would have ran in Larry Elder's spot, Trump would be the next governor of California. If if Larry Elder did what? What what was your last sentence? I heard you say if that he didn't Trump, reach enough. If Trump would have ran as governor, I if Trump would have ran in Elder's place, say that Trump was a resident of California, okay. and Trump and Trump ran instead of Elder. Yeah, Trump would be governor of California. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Okay. He 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 knows how um, he, he knows how to talk to everybody actually he knows how to build up people and make them feel special in america mm-hmm. that, that's what trump does trump knows how to bring out the best in people because he's had people work for him he's 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 built things he knows how to deal with situations DeSantis does not and yeah I, I know i know a lot of y'all are going to say, well, look what he's done in Florida. And well, he's done everything Republican like. 
mm-hmm. in Florida. Mm-hmm. Everything Republican like, and basically what he's done, he split Florida. Florida is either Republican or Democrat. You really don't have a whole lot of independence in Florida right now. So now you got the Democrats, oh, we got to get them out. Republicans are like, oh, we got to elect them. Instead of people in Florida, like, oh, we we like him because he represents us, period. Trump was that way because Trump went to Detroit, went to Wisconsin, went to all these wonderful places. He, he had massive crowds. I mean, and not just a base that he created. I mean, well, uh, he didn't just have Republicans. He had Democrats out there. Right. DeSantis is only going to have the Trump base. He He's That's not even going to have a whole lot of Republicans out there. That's why I find it, it's hard for me to wrap my head around the fact that Joe Biden had 81 million votes yeah. when Trump was reaching across when he did have independence. He might have he might have spooked some independence, but the country was on track. COVID did COVID really kill his presidency? It could have. Now it might bring it back um, because Joe is dropping the ball with COVID and these mandates are very scary for our country. Elder might be the best in your eyes. I think that there are some more out there that will speak to California. And uh, because there's some things that Larry Elder has been saying wrong too. I think that Newsom burnt the house down whenever he went with his friends to that restaurant, that French restaurant without a mask on. I think that's whenever you- California Right. But I think you saw a lot of people in California because there are a lot of conservatives, Republicans in California, but there's there's not enough of them. Right. Right. There are more liberals. Uh, So you're going to have that liberal base that votes for Newsom no matter what Newsom does. Now, does this Rose McGowan thing hurt Newsom in any way? No. We'll see. We'll see. I thought it hurt Larry. And the only reason why I thought that it hurt Larry is because She's toxic, liberalized. She's toxic. So when you look at her coming out there, she brings her baggage with her. Mm -hmm. That's why she talked about the Weinstein thing and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're talking about Hollywood out there. (laughs) You know, you're talking about the Weinstein supporters out there now. So... You're pissing them off now. Oh, he got her? I'm glad to see he got her. I mean, at least some people are changing their minds. But we need everybody to try to pull the curtain. I I, I just wish there was more of it. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. But we shall see. But um, for, you know, this is is all opinion. And the reason why I say, um, you know, some people out there saying Trump slash DeSantis for 2024. Trump changes residence to Florida. I think Trump changes residence to Florida. You gonna check that out for me? He really? Yeah, because I don't think he did. Check it out. Trump changes residence, home residence to Florida instead of New York. Oh yeah, it's never changed. Yes, because that's where he votes. Yeah. So I don't think he ever changed it because when he had to do his mail-in voting from the White House, he did it. That's the White House, but. Um, but I'm saying he still had residency in Florida. So he was able to cast his vote for president. He didn't cast it in New York. He cast it in Florida. So therefore he was still a resident of Florida when he lived in the white house. So therefore he never changed it. I don't think. 
Okay. Um, yeah. Trump, Trump lifelong New Yorker declares himself resident of Florida. What year was that? 2019. Okay, there you go. May 8th, 2020, Trump made Florida his official residence. Okay, so then him and DeSantis can't be on the same ticket from what I understand. No, they can't be on the same ticket. So then I hope it's him and Ben Carson. I do. We didn't get Ben back on the show and ask him about that. Okay, yeah. We're checking it out. Everybody likes him. Ladies and gentlemen, let us introduce, yeah, for for the um, for those that didn't notice that, uh, you can't have two people from the same state running for president and vice president, or uh, Trump wouldn't be able to pick him. I get, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Trump, Trump wouldn't. Yeah, be because it. it has something to do with the electoral votes, and they can't give it to vice president or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, before we go, let me let me uh, bring up. Never quit. Wayne, Wayne is VP. Nah, I I like to be safe in safe in my own house. Mm. Never quit. I'm gonna, huh? I'm gonna put this in the chat too for all you guys after the show. I want you to go to neverquitwater.com. I'm gonna click it and put it in the show, um, so that way you can see it. Um, never mind. I'll no, no, no. Yeah, that's great. Didn't work. Okay. So, uh, yeah, never quit water. Let's take a look at this. You've got well water, tap water, never quit water, reverse osmosis. Which one has the most leaves on it? I think it's plain to see it's the never quit water. And there's a reason why uh, homeostasis has hit the never quit water and why it's flourishing. And that's because there's not chemicals in the water. That's because it is more alkaline. So, therefore, you can hit that prime growing that's the same thing with your body. If you're drinking well water, tap water, reverse osmosis, bottled water that actually can cause cancer, plastics cause cancer. Let's just be truthful, right, Wayne? So mm -hmm. if you're taking all those things, you're not going to flourish. Your body's not going to get the alkaline that it needs uh, or the replenishments that it needs. So by using this type of water, uh, never quit water, it will help you gain homeostasis and alkaline body. And remember, you can't have cancer live in an alkaline body. It can only live in acidic, high acidic bodies. Uh, and that's the most important part about it. Now, what does that mean? Well, it's a machine that you connect right to your faucet. Mm -hmm. And then it gives electrocution pulses out, which will take your water wherever you want it. Right. Do you want it to be for your beauty products to wash your face? Do you want it to actually take the chemicals off your foods? Or do you want to drink it with a little bit more alkaline in it for you and your children? It's great to mix the baby formula in. It's great to, to mix it in with the children's juices because they're getting that alkaline. The water tastes delicious. Uh, you can actually do an at-home test to see how high the pHs are uh, because water is so important and health and freedom go together. And I, that's why it's called never quit water. Cause you never want to quit fighting for your freedom and health is part of that freedom. And now we're seeing as they are removing medicines and calling them horse dewormers and things like that off the shelves <laughs> and not allowing you to get it. That takes away your freedoms to choose. Uh, that's the same thing with water. You have a choice in water. They're not telling you what's in the bottled water. Do you understand that there's salt in Dasani water? There's no. salt. There's salt in Dasani water. It makes you more thirsty. Mm -hmm. It does not make you more al alkaline. It actually makes you more acidic. So mm -hmm. if you want to do something for your body, the most important thing to do is <clears throat> replenish it and drink water. So please go to neverquitwater.com. I put it in the chat so you can click on it. 
You can email it. Uh, Cody said, where can I find Never Quit Water? Go to neverquitwater.com. Put your email address in. They answer you directly and you can ask questions. Anything that you want to know about it, you can watch the video right there on the screen. You would be shocked, you guys, to see what's on your fruits and vegetables. You think washing your strawberries under some hot water is good? It's not. not. Uh, There is an actual button for washing fruits and vegetables. And when you wash them, wash them off in this never quit water. You actually see brown chemicals drain off your water and into the cup. That is how many chemicals is coming off. And if you don't wash it that with that type of water, chemicals are just going right into your body, which makes me question, is that why colon cancer, stomach cancers are running wild? Do you understand that only 5% of cancers are genetic, Wayne? Only 5%. That means 95% of cancers are caused by environmental issues. Yeah. No, no, no. I believe, I mean, look, if there's, if there's one thing, and I think we're going to have him on on Thursday. Yes. But, but if there's one thing that I know about this is that, um, you know, that boot and that big blue jug of water that people get on a monthly basis. Yeah, I'm a victim like, of that. I get that. Three of the, oh, okay. All right. Not good. Um, <clears throat> this thing just knocks that right on out. And it's going to be cheaper in the long run. So I, so I suggest people check out that link right there, www.neverquitwater.com. We've gone a little bit over, but I want to let everybody know that uh, we love you and uh, we will be back here tomorrow, me and Leah. Um, and surprises yeah. are coming. They are surprises coming. for you guys. Yeah. We're, we're taking it back. We're going back. We're, 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 going, we're going back, back to the future. Forward. Yeah. We're going back to the future with it. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're going to, you're going to love it. You're going to love it. Um, yeah. You're going to love we- it. You are going to love it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's, it's been a long time coming, but, um, you know, we, we got to do things to keep the show moving on. And you're going to be pleasantly surprised. I think you're going to sit back and say, this is, this is, this is right. This is where it's meant to be. Yep. All right. Talk to you tomorrow.